Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to tell you about some strategies that you can leverage to help your growth go quite a bit further that most B2B SaaS companies are not taking advantage of. And by that, I mean investing in growth channels that can also support each other, as in support the other channels where you're investing. So if you choose to invest in channels that aren't completely opposite one another, but instead have some overlap, you can figure out how to leverage what you're learning from investing in one that can improve the ROI you get from the other. And I'm going to walk through an example here. So as I've talked about before, when I'm starting to validate a market and in particular a specific product and it's fit within that market, I look to leverage ads, usually Google search ads, but other platforms can work too. Now, when I do this, I build a campaign which is intending to send traffic to my landing pages, which communicates my value proposition to my target market buyer. Now that enables me to measure conversions as in how many visitors am I getting from the landing page to starting a free trial with my product. So people sign up for that free trial. Then after that, I measure what's really important. That's paid conversions. People are using the product and ultimately paying for it. Are they seeing the value in it? So, but the whole process starts with getting traffic to that landing page. And in particular for me, there are two ways that I like to do that, that complement one another. One can be effective short-term, the other is effective long-term, and the ROI between them is different. But I design them so that they're complementary of one another. So what I'm referring to is ads, that's the short-term, good for validation, typically a little bit more expensive, especially upfront, but can be flipped on almost like a switch if you do it correctly, as in it produces results quickly. The other, which is complementary, is investing in SEO content marketing, which for me usually means articles. Writing decent long form articles that have a great opportunity to flow to the top of the organic results. Now, reason and that strategy is longer term investment, but can be more cost effective because I can make the investment usually once to prepare a great piece of content, and that should continue to pay dividends and climb the search rankings over time. Now, the hope there is that. You start with the ads and then you validate some of those things I mentioned before, basically your ability to successfully convert, the fact that your product offers value, etc. Then you can start to invest in the longer term strategies. And the reason why you want to do that is because if you're able to effectively climb the organic search rankings, that means that you can have a spot at the top of that search result for the most important keywords always if you get at or near that top spot. Your ads, however, are only going to run while you have the budget, right? And they're obviously gonna cost you more budget to stay in that spot. But your organic results essentially will be free at some point. So if you're able to do this, the ROI can go through the roof if you're able to get at or near that top spot. Now, what I started talking about in the beginning is how these can be complementary of one another is because when you're designing your ad campaign, one thing that we need to figure out if we want to invest in SEO content marketing is what are we writing about? What are those topics? Obviously, we've got some idea because we build our product around solving a problem for a target market buyer. Beyond that, it's what are they searching for? Sometimes they're searching for exactly what we expect them to be. Sometimes they're not. So you need a little T&E here, as I call it, or trial and error. Now, your ads are going to help you with that if you do it right. Because if you pick a specific keyword for your ad campaign, like for my podcast show notes tool, for example, that's exactly what I chose and why I named the product that. I specifically chose the keyword podcast show notes. And the 
what I'm getting at here is when you run that ad campaign, Google is going to leverage their intelligence to find what people are also searching for in and around that keyword. Now, they're not always going to get that right. And that's where you need to hammer your negative keywords and tell them what not to show your ad for. But they are going to show you some other ideas. And the longer you run these ad campaigns, the more you're going to see what else people are searching for oven related to that keyword and how well it performs. What impressions did you get? What clicks did you get? If you're doing this right, which conversions did that turn into? How many people signed up for the product? How many people paid for the product? And the Google campaign itself will become more intelligent because it'll better understand where to put the budget based on those outcomes you're looking for, signups and conversions, paid conversions. Now, what I'm saying about how these two could be complementary of one another is because you get a better idea what other keywords you should probably be targeting from an SEO perspective, right? So if you look at your ad campaign and you see beyond the keyword you built the campaign around, the other keywords that your ad is performing well for, those are more than likely the at or near the top of the list in terms of what you should be investing in from an SEO perspective as well too. So you can consider that as well. Now, as I mentioned already, in the long run, ultimately what you wanna know with regard to this keywords that you might want to choose is a couple of key statistics. Number one, it's what does the budget cost? And that's usually a cost per click, so a CPC number. And the more people are targeting that keyword, the higher that CPC number will be, which means that you need to pay more for that traffic. Number two, the volume. How many people are searching for that on a regular basis? More volume typically is better. So we want lower budget, more volume, and the other two components are the difficulty and the search intent. Difficulties related to the competition and how much you pay, as in how many other people are searching for that, how much more you're gonna have to spend in order to get in front of that audience. And then the search intent element is, are the people that are searching for that looking for your solution? You really wanna make sure that it's not just good volume, low competition, um, it's also, they really want a solution related to what it is your product does. If that's the case, then the search intent will pay off as well too. Now, the last thing I'll mention here is related to what I talked about before in that these two strategies can be very complementary of one another because if you find good combinations here that work well from an ads perspective, you can further invest in those and prioritize them from an SEO content marketing perspective so that over time, you can pull back on that ad budget and you can further increase your ROI. You should be, able, you should be there, positive ROI with the ads too, but if you can climb the search rankings organically, that means that you can pull back on the ad budget and it's going to be all profit from there. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.